the antidote. 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 You're listening to the antidote with Dave Hawkins. With Christian music that doesn't suck.
The Antidote is back with more Christian music that doesn't suck. We just heard a song from my wife's new favorite band, The Grey Havens, with This Is My Soul. Bev isn't nearly as obsessed with music as I am, but she was willing to have me drag her to Illinois for the annual Audio Feed Music Festival. And that's where Bev discovered this band. This husband and wife duo put out excellent music, but really it's Dave Radford's ability on the guitar that make their songs really stand out. At Audio Feed, I watched dozens of bands play and met with several for a talk about their music. And I heard so much new music that I decided to split it up into three episodes of The Antidote. Tonight has the mellower artists of Audio Feed, like Many Rooms, who describes her music as calm, ambient, sad girl shit. This is Father Complex.
Hey, this is Towers. And you're tuning in to The Antidote with Dave Hawkins.
going is from Arizona's Towers. I've always described this program as a benign dictatorship since I choose all the music, but I do pay attention to suggestions. Greg from Indiana is a regular listener to The Antidote and sent me a message as I was traveling to AudioFeed, strongly suggesting that I check into the band Weathered. And better than just playing some of their music, here's the talk I had with the band. Justin and John of Weathered are meeting for a talk here at the Audio Feed Festival. Guys, thanks for coming to The Antidote. Thank you for having us. Thanks for having us. Good to be here. Your Facebook band page makes it sound like forming the band was almost an accident. I mean, saying playing music one mm. time and then carrying on. Sure. Uh, it kind of was. Uh, yeah. We we met in college our first year, and he lived like a couple doors down, like in our dorm. I think like we actually met in our computer class. We had to like send emails to three different people and ask questions or something, and we had like some shared interest. I think it was just like playing guitar or yeah. something, and yeah. From there, we hung out and kept playing music together. So yeah, in, in that respect, it was like an accident, yeah. kind of. Yeah, we were both starting to be pastors, and uh, this is like our second band, I guess yeah. you would say. So that we had a band like while we were in school, and this is kind of the second round of that, and we've just been playing music together ever since. And how different is the first band from the current band? Pretty different. But I think the difference is we're better and we're more mature. I think that those are the big, the big differences. We know what we like. We know what we want to play. We know what we want to sound like. I found a lot of bands are heading back into emo, including Weathered. So is it just that you guys are trying to rejuvenate the 90s? Um, I would say that that's kind of the music I grew up listening to. So... That's just kind of what I like, and I think that just shows. I don't think it's something we try to do. I think it's a cumulative effort from all of us, and all of us kind of grew up in that time period and listened to those bands, and those are some of our favorite bands and some of our favorite music. So that just happens for our music naturally. Have you found that, though, with other artists, finding them getting into emo? Yeah, 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 definitely. Uh, I think a lot of people are, they just want to write realer music, and emo has that i guess like it's yeah. it's a little more real than other genres it's known as being more honest i yeah. would yeah people who play music intentionally i guess try to bill it as being in an honest genre which i would agree with i think we just try to write what we know about and be honest with it so i think that's that's the point I was actually just teasing you guys about that because I've always been an emo fan. Is it just that emo and alt-rock best fits the message of what Weather is putting across? I don't know. That's, that's, I've never really thought about that. So maybe, I guess. So we were just recently at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Being initiated into that, right? Yeah. Uh, maybe I someday. Wish. I, I wish. <laughs> Um, there was this quote from Frank Zappa that was just on the wall and it said um, rock and roll was never meant to be conservative because it was this uh, this exhibit that was about the whole movement against rock and roll I guess mm -hmm. and I thought that was really interesting and I think it does fit the message that we are trying to convey just about um, our faith and 
how it differs kind of from society a little bit. You know, the way we, we want to live is not the way society tells you you should live. And I think that just rock and roll in its nature is a part of breaking away from society a little bit. Talking about that from mainstream aspect, Christian aspect, it became vehement, much more so than in the mainstream when rock yeah. and roll came yeah. in. And of course, Christianity adopted rock a lot later. Yeah. That was a real struggle for bands mm-hmm. then. Mm-hmm. But isn't it still a bit of a struggle now if you want to add a Christian label to your band name? Yeah, if you want to break out into like different scenes, you almost have to drop that, that yeah. Christian label, well, which is weird to say. I think even us two... So, we decided to be pastors. We Both of us come from a church body that is very conservative. And I think for a lot of our family members and friends who know us um, from growing up and everything, I think there's a slight negative connotation of us being in a band, and they don't understand exactly what that means. So I think we've experienced that negative aspect of it, but being here at AudioFeed and the, all the friends we've made has been so accepting. And I think very recently a lot of our friends and family are like coming to understand it more. The more we keep doing it, the more we keep putting it out there and sharing other bands and sharing our music. I think people understand that there's value there and that it's a cool community of people that it's not a bad thing. It's a really positive and good thing. So we got to get into the songwriting of the band. Does one person take charge or is this a group effort? I think it depends on the song. Uh, there are definitely some songs that like John or I will bring to the table and it's pretty like obvious, like this is what it's gonna be like. You know, it's it's a simpler song or something. Um, but other songs that like it's very collaborative, you know, it's all four of us in a room together, yeah. you know, sweating it out for a few hours, trying to figure out what we wanna do with it. Yeah. Um, I feel like we're we're sometimes it takes us months to write some of these songs and other times it's like it's good after two days or something. Yeah. So it, there's there's no you know cut and dry process for it. But I, w- I would say on the whole it's a very collaborative thing. Justin and I are, are the guitar players so I think it's just natural for us to write the skeletons of the song. So what happens is usually he'll write something or I'll write something bring it to the table then all all of us will collaborate on it and figure out our parts and figure out song structure and all this stuff and we'll each kind of add our own touch to it well we were speaking a little bit earlier just about you guys going to be pastors through college and of course that christian aspect really comes through but i'm sure that you're playing for non-christians too are they accepting of what you're trying to say i think so uh I've never heard anything bad about the Christian side of it. Like we don't, we don't necessarily label ourselves a Christian band. You know, the content makes it kind of obvious Very that's evident, who yeah. we are. Yeah, we're just four people making music, and what comes out is our world experience from the Christian point of view. If they don't feel compelled by Christian values, there's there's some songs they can latch onto right away resonate with and then be pulled into some of our deeper music which has a bigger message i'm justin and i'm john we're from weathered and you're listening to the antidote i thought that i knew best but i'm selfish and petty like all the rest i know how this ends 
And I will fall for it over and over again I don't want to be the thief on the cross Joining in with all of those who mock the one nailed to the tree You were hung up there because of me From Weathered, and here's more of our talk with the band members. We definitely like to have fun when we play live. We move around and uh, 
we smile at each other. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, we we like to have chemistry with each other. You know, we like to really feel it, like the four of us. You know, when we're playing. So yeah, like our set, it's like, I don't know. I I tend to just zone out and think it's just the four of us playing to each other. And we don't. One big thing that we we don't really take any breaks. Part of the reason is because we are terrible at talking to people. <laughs> Very so, which is why we're doing an interview. Exactly. Yeah. This is just this is great for us. Um, yeah. So we're just like figured. Well, let's do what we're best at, and let's just keep playing music, keep it rolling. Well, and there's there. I think there's some parts in our songs because we have a lot of dynamic swings, and there's some parts where it drops out and it's just like a really low guitar part and vocal. And when we get to that part, if we can hear nothing. That's how we know we like we've kind of captured yeah. the attention thing for me. I think. Yeah, definitely. Like when that happens and you can't hear anybody talking over us or anything like that, like it's a very cool feeling. Weathered released Misnomer in April, and it has an ongoing theme: struggling with the faults that we've created for ourselves. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. Yeah. Uh, faults we've created for ourselves. I think um, one of the best examples of that is. Thief is a good one, I think, um, lyrically. That one's just about knowing that we have the grace of God, but also always falling into the trap. We're just falling back into the same old thing and just losing sight a lot, which we as humans do constantly. And, yeah. Something that I was getting out of it was just about us being self-centered and selfish, you know, and never breaking away from the things that bind us. You know, but all of us almost seem to enjoy being that way. Yeah. So, how do you change? <laughs> uh, I think it was Martin Luther who said it. Um, daily contrition, repentance. I think that's what it is—a day-to-day thing. You know, you have to daily drown your old Adam, and at the same time, drown yourself in the Word of God. I think that's the only way. There's no way we can ever be perfect. You know, that's not going to happen. It's a constant thing. The devil never stops working, and he knows if if selfishness is something you struggle with, that's what he's going to focus really hard on to get you to fall into. And it's a daily thing. It's it's giving yourself up to God every day. We're talking about how seeking repentance can change you. How does a non-Christian handle that? Like relate to that? Right. Um, I think I think everybody likes to be selfish to a point be, that, where they're not realizing they're being selfish. But I don't think. Anybody likes to be told that they're selfish, or once they realize they're being selfish, they don't like that about themselves. So I think even if you're not Christian, you can relate to that because if you're, if you are being selfish, that means you're probably failing in relationships with people you care about, and you're letting things slip through the cracks. And there's probably a better way to live. And I think that even if you don't um, believe that Jesus is your savior, I think there's still some. Uh, that still resonates with you in, in some way. Back to when I was speaking about the struggles that we put ourselves through. I mean, I certainly find that coming through on your opening song, Better For Me. Can you walk us through the song? Yeah, uh, specifically that, that song's about sexual sins. We have a lot of like temptations around us, especially like when we're younger and like that's like a difficult thing that I've been struggling with so that's what that's about I guess yeah like the opening lines are I need you out of my head and out of my bed and I think 
um, it's I think it's just expelling something that's causing you to sin and that's what that's all about is identifying an area in your life that is a real problem for you and taking that to God like every day you have to do that so and there being young there's all these things put in front of you temptations in every direction and that's what that's about and then the end line really ties into that I'm yelling just cut them off in reference to where um, I think I think it's Jesus who said if, if your hand sins against you just cut it off and we'd be better if parts of our body sin if we just don't have them yeah like your, if your eye causes yeah. you to sin you know cut it out yeah. metaphorically it's, it's a metaphor yeah. definitely but yeah like I definitely feel that way like what in my life am I doing that's like causing me to sin like where am I going in my life do I hang around with the wrong people too much? You know, are they causing me to sin? Do I need to hang around better people? Yeah. You know, stuff or, like yeah. that. What am I reading? What am I watching? What am I listening to? Everything. Is it beneficial? That's the main thing. Is it beneficial to your faith and to your growing? If not, then why, why do you do it? Well, I think that maybe the name of your release misnomer could also fit weathered. I mean, sure, you guys aren't that young, but you're not really weathered. No, no. Definitely not. And as far as the name goes, it's like, it's tough because if, if you don't know, it's the name of a Creed album, which we're not named after. Every time you say it to somebody and they ask your band name, you have to say it like four times because they think wither or we- withered or weather or wizard or something. Yeah. So it's really tough. But to me, it comes from the fact that all of us no matter where you come from, um, everybody's weathered in some sort of way, and I think that's just sin. And that's kind of how that came to be. Weathered has been here at Audio Feed. You've said you've already done some tour dates. What's the plan for the rest of the summer? Um, we, in August, we're going to record a full-length record, and after that, we're going to tour West Coast and South a little bit, and East Coast, I think, before the year's up. John's getting married in September. Yeah. I'm waiting for the wedding invitation. All right, it's a small wedding, so you're a wonderful guy, but we just met. These things take time. We've been here with Justin and John of Weather. Guys, thanks so much for coming and talking with The Antidote. Thank you for having us. Yeah, it was great, uh, great talking with you, so thank you.
with Better For Me. It was great speaking with the band, and it was also great finally having the chance to see our next two artists. So many bands list Dave Bazan as their number one influence, and that's legitimate. He's much like Bob Dylan, a poet with melody. Bazan's song Care is followed by Derek Webb, who's been creating music for so long that he says he can't even recognize himself as the author of his early songs.
Reanimate from Derek Webb's Control release. Next up is an awesome band I'd never heard before. The mailboxes bring us Wake Up.
16, pick an identity, entrepreneur dreams, huh? find yourself a strategy. Next Saturday, the class of 97 is graduating. In a couple of years, I'll grab a GED. As for now, we'll just make ends meet. Huh? Put a R in the place where it's forced to succeed. The place where your hobbies in the real world meet. 40 minute walks to work to bus tables full time with a pair of headphones on to block out traffic going by. A hundred hands reaching for the chance to try And maybe I grew up a bit too quick It can't be all about the music, admit it So if 
The surprise hit at AudioFeed was John Rubin. It's been eight years since he last recorded and five years since his last show. It's been so long that he had the crowd laughing when he stopped in the middle of a song and told them that he'd forgotten the next line. Now, everyone knows that I'm a strange dude, so I'll give you a weird analogy. Everyone knows that eggs are like music, right? (laughs) You go out for breakfast at a restaurant, and the server asks how you want your eggs cooked. Tonight's music was like poached eggs. Soft inside, but still has enough substance. On the next episode of The Antidote, we'll take the music over easy with the yolk a bit firmer. Then the following show is Hard Boiled with Hardcore and Metal. Tonight's closer is a band that lives only minutes from the Audio Feed Festival grounds. We the Animals with Bass Born. Have a good week. <laughs>